Back by popular demand, this week we have the return of Double D um, and the return of, by the popular man, Eddie Murphy's Law. So the show that was probably our first uh, spinoff of on the network is back again this time. Um, so we got Double D, we got Brian and myself, Evan, the third host, as we wax poetic about the next entry in our Eddie Murphy's Law series, which is coming to America. Um, so how do we feel about that? What do we think about it? Um, is it... A movie that contributed to his career, his being Eddie Murphy, or fucked it over. So we will discuss that in detail, vivid detail, in, in, in the minutes that follow. Um, so as always, the following episode of TSU of the podcast slash Eddie Murphy's Law can and will um, contain explicit language. So if you are adverse to that, have uh, any type of aversions to it, don't listen or play it in the background so we get those streams up and don't listen to the profanity. Um, there's also a lot of vulgar content in this episode, which, keep in mind, is only comedy. We, we never mean, mean to offend anyone. But, um, so, with that, enjoy the following episode. Nice entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have filled this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've gotten done. True stories based on fiction. Stories based on fiction. With me, as always, oh, I'm Ev- Oh fuck, I'm Brian, one of the hosts. <laughs> With me, as always, is Evan, the third host. And we have special guests with us. Double D. Been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat. Step two. Step two. Step two. That's Aaliyah featuring. I know. I was gonna wait. It's been a long time. Long time. Shouldn't have left you. Alright, we've been talking about it for well over a year now, and you are going to finally get the second episode ever of Eddie Murphy's Law. Oh. Uncomfortable <laughs> silence. I was waiting for something big right there. Yeah, I didn't have anything. <laughs> and it never came. Um, so, we've been, well, we did our first episode of Eddie Murphy's Law. A long fucking time ago. In which we discussed Beverly Hills Cop Part 1. And today you are not getting Beverly Hills Cop Part 2. Out of order. Instead, you are going to get our take on the Eddie Murphy classic, Coming to America. Coming to America. Which may be his funniest film. I think so. That's definitely something yeah. that, you, that you can definitely argue. Up. Definitely at least in the top three, but I would probably Absolutely. I would say, say probably it's my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. The and first episode of Eddie Murphy's Law was episode 54. This is going to be in the 80s. 
Are we in the eighties? I'm way. This is coming out soon. Uh, but I just posted as we record this. Seventy nine is out. Oh, this will be episode eighty. No. So you're giving away all your trade secrets here. That's what our this fans is... deserve. <laughs> that this is not actually live when you're listening. To it. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the show. If you pause it, it also isn't live. Just so you know. We're gonna date. We're coming up to a hundred here then soon. Yes, and so like we're definitely gonna plan something. We'll hopefully plan some with all our busy ass schedules, something an extravaganza for the hundred episode. When we get to hundred episodes, that means that this podcast will essentially be going on just as long without Randy as it was with Randy. On eighty five, it will. Well, on on, on eighty four, I mean, I started. I started. Uh, I, t- I took over. This is really inside baseball as the. Uh, Physical producer, meaning it's done in my studio since 43. Showrunner? Yep, showrunner, yep. So on 84, that would be essentially one episode more than what already did. Except for he he did come back for one episode on coming back from Comic-Con. He didn't re- he didn't record it. I mean, as, as Oh, in the studio? Yeah, because he, he's been on three or four since then, I, I, I want to say. Because like he did like a, a couple of intros for yeah. the... Um, Full episode, he's only had one, though. Right? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Randy, we want you back. Yeah. We miss you, Randers. Maybe we can get Randy back for episode 100. He he, he doesn't have a choice. He's coming back for episode 100. Yeah. We'll get everybody on. Might even Skype in the other members of the network besides Ashley Ann Wartman. Because I, I texted her yesterday and she, she didn't respond, so she's dead to me. She's banned from the She's network. banned, yeah. She's banned from the network. Are you talking about the worst? <laughs> the, the worst salesman in the history of sales of That's all exactly time? That's exactly what she is. That's exactly what she is. And she's banned from TSBOF, the network. Banned. I hope she's listening to this. Because of course she's not. She was in town one time, and I saw her at the bar. Yeah. Meaning she didn't and tell you she was like, And then acted like it was my fault I didn't text her. Oh! oh I'm going to text you every time I go over to the bar just in case you drive up 100 <laughs> miles from where you live. What happened to Ashley Ann Wharton? What happened to her? She got her new friends. Yep. New family. Her new LinkedIn family. <laughs> She's stalking everybody's LinkedIn now. <laughs> Telling names. Telling her new employers. Oh, that shit. Fuck her. She's banned. <laughs> Ashley Ann Wartman. <laughs> we should make a TSBOF LinkedIn account. <laughs> we should. <laughs> and then purposely not. <laughs> and then say she is the worst LinkedIn employee ever of all time. I'm going back to MySpace so I have to do with Ashley Ann Wartman of your LinkedIn <laughs> office in Southfield, Michigan. <laughs> oh, shit. Throwing all her dirty laundry up on this. Fucking she's banned. Dead. <laughs> She will not be on our hundredth episode. We should have our we should call, episode just. We should call her. her. We should call her up, and then just hang up on hang her. Up. So she needs, like, Hello, right now. TSBOF, you're banned. Hello, <laughs> click. You're banned. We can put it right on speaker. <laughs> you're banned from the show of all time. Oh shit! Well, there's right, one so, of our rants. Well, here we go. That Don't go see Boston. <laughs> That, well, that there looks like a nice tall boy of it is. It's Bud tall Light. Bud Light. I had this is actually N. Wharton stuff's making me want to drink. Yeah, <laughs> that is by way no no way shape or form an advertisement for Bud Light. No. Unless they want to pay us. Yeah. So then we love the Bud Light. Mm. We can get mm. paid. In Not only is it cool, but it's refreshing <laughs> as well. When I work out, I don't drink water. I drink Bud Light. <laughs> to quench my thirst and give me energy. 
Oh. And then I drive home drunk and kill people. <laughs> Oof. Jesus. Uh. Innocent until proven guilty. Be like one of them Lando Calrissian commercials for Colt 45. <laughs> when I get my hands on a Bud Light, a tall Bud boy, a Bud Light. I fuck all the hoes. Alright, anyways. So, episode two. Coming to America. You know they're coming out with a sequel? They've been saying that for the last, since the show began, I feel like. And is it coming to America? That was my idea, but they originally announced it as coming to America 2. That's, that's the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> you could have it C O M I N G, number two. 2, America. Yeah. Or have it uh, coming back to America or, or like back to the future. Back to. A, I don't know. No, uh, those are terrible names. I'm sorry. I still know what you did two summers ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. See if they're still making the sequel. <laughs> two summers ago, um, is Brandon T. Jackson playing his son like he did in like Beverly Hills Cop vehicle pilot that that, that didn't launch? Oh, the, the uh, you guys the remember TV that show? Yeah, they, they, they filmed a pilot, a two-hour pilot with Brandon T. Jackson as Axel Foley's son. Oh, the Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but it's out there somewhere. I mean, is Arsenio Hall available for this? Of course he is. What the fuck is he doing? His <laughs> ill-fated uh, second uh, try and his, his his talk show. I like this talk show though. He had Bill Clinton on playing one? the saxophone. It must his be... second talk show. No, he I, came back. I never like, watched it. It, it must not be happening world. anymore because right now in production he's got Dolomite is my yep. name. Yep. And triplets. Is that one actually coming out too? It's in the production. Pre-production, right? It just says in production. It's not even in development. In development, he's got an untitled Marion Barry biopic. Oh, okay. Soul, Soul, Soul. The, the set me up! Soul, 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 the Murray Murray story. No idea. Beverly Hills Cop 4, which I doubt that'll ever happen. And Grumpy Old Men remake. With who? Him and Martin Lawrence? <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't. But they're not hey, old. No, they're, they're not old. They're not old they could just be grumpy old men. They could just be grumpy men. Bro, grumpy old men, they're probably in their 50s or 60s when they made that. It, it, it looked old as fuck because... No, they had it. It's seen the racism, but, but white people age bad. I mean, it, Yeah, it, Walter Matthau looked like he was going to die during the movie. He was, he was I mean, yeah, you're right. Back, <laughs> he was 45. Back when he made Bad News Bears, he looked the same. Yeah. He was etern- eternally old. But... You know who looks old speaking Ben News Bears is Billy Bob Thornton. That motherfucker looks like he's really old. Yeah. But watch. I guarantee you that Eddie Murphy is at least 60. I got it right here. How old is it? I bet he's 58 60. He was born April 3rd, 1961. So 71, okay, 81, 91, 2001, 57 11, ish, 58. Hey, Google, yeah. how old is Eddie Murphy? He'll be 60 Eddie in 2021. Murphy is 57 years old. Oh. I was off by a year. Oh, that's our our fourth our, host our, is finally host. helping for once. <laughs> we'll see if they got picked up on the mic. So Google got it right. Yeah. Hey Google, what's your favorite beer? Beer? I'm not sure. You modest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so coming to America is not e- not even on the docket anymore. Really. Good. I'm gonna jump right in. You can't my, go home again. My favorite part of coming to America is McDowell's. A- absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just a my joke favorite. That keeps on hey. It's a joke that keeps on. I giving. say it constantly. They Everywhere got... I go to any McDowell's. I don't call McDowell's McDowell's. It's McDowell's. We call McDowell's. They got the golden arches. We got the golden arch. <laughs> it's, it's, the, 
They got the big Mac. We got the Big Mick. That is comic gold. Every scene in McD- every scene in that movie is pretty. Had layers. Every yeah. scene had layers like the fucking Soul Glow. That was my ringtone several times. Was it? Stand your What was the band's name or the? What was it? Randy Washington and some, right? Sexual chocolate. Oh, yeah. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> sexual chocolate. <laughs> Every scene had at least seventeen different layers of jokes. Now, going back to McDowell's because this scene takes place. Was it? Was that Samuel Jackson's first role in the movie? I don't think it was, but it, 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 it had to been one of the first ones. It's one of his first for sure. And it's basically proof that he is in every movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Fries, motherfucker! <laughs> it was star-studded. Not only yeah, did yes. you have Arsenio Hall, Louis Anderson, you had Louis <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> this week is uh, this week I'm mopping. Next week is fries, and soon assistant manager. <laughs> and that's when the big bucks break in. He, yeah, he had career aspirations. Let me tell you, I'm in that assistant manager role. There ain't no big bucks. <laughs> but in McDowell's, his character is phenomenal. Yes, and was. Is that the first big look that Louis Anderson had? You think? I don't ever remember Louis Anderson before it. Plus, the Soul Glow guy was on ER there. Yeah. Oh, Eric LaSalle. Eric LaSalle, yeah. yeah. Louis Anderson does not age. Yeah, he, he looked like he, he looked the exact same back then. It's like he Even life with Louis, he looked the same. He played himself as a kid. Cartoon kid. Hey there. Is he still alive? Yeah. yeah, he's in that show Baskets now. Yeah, like he, he, he plays the mom. He dresses in. So, so, so for the first time in his career, he's not acting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's call that. Let's come out. He is gay, right? He's a member of the homosexual LG. Is he? If you ask me, he is. I mean, I think he. Probably There's no is. denying it. I, I, I feel I like think... inside of me he is, but I, I don't know this for proof. So I'm he's sorry. He's inside of you. Inside no. of you. Uh, uh, Wow, that got that got dark fast. And deep. Deep. <laughs> hey Google. Is Louis Anderson gay? My apologies. I don't understand. Oh. She's too uh, high and mighty to understand terms like mm. sexual orientation. It's not it's not in a, in a uh in a derogatory way. We're just curious. Yeah, I'm just, nah. It's like asking if I'm black. Are okay, you? Google. Is Evan yes. the third host black? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Oh. But I'm always learning. He is. Google is too woke. They're <laughs> too woke. Hashtag. Hashtag woke. Coming to America. Also featuring the only role of that beautiful woman who played his girlfriend. She was beautiful. Yes, she was. She I'm going to see who else was in one this. One of the most she beautiful was a pretty women. gal. No, she beyond pure. She was beautiful. The person he went to try to marry? Yeah. N- the one he did marry. That Prince song. Could you be the most beautiful girl? That's made about her, in my mind. Because <laughs> she's a beautiful girl. All the women were pretty in that Garcelle. Movie. Either her, yeah, her, her sister her was sister, pretty hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, she, she liked was, to do it. Yes. Mm. She was a fast car. <laughs> we have it's forgot like, to mention you, that James Earl Jones. Yeah, you play, play his father. I came... I this is CNN and I am your father. <laughs> he played every role. <laughs> this is CNN and I am your father, Hakeem. Do you know Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it? Yes, he, he he was 
I want to say one of the African dudes. Yeah, I think when he went to the basketball game, and then um, the he people, was he was boy getting haircut. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was. But Ben Yurick was in it from um, from uh, from uh, Daredevil. Was he? He okay because when they went to the basketball game, um, they were lying for the bathroom, and then like these two African guys, were like, oh my god, this is the king, our king, and then uh. Then, like, that fine woman was like, Hakeem, who are these guys? I think here's a word. Like, I don't know. They must be from my home country. That guy was Ben Yurik. <laughs> and I hate that actor. That actor's trash. I know it also had Lisa from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's The Guy Who Played Her Father. That was, uh, I think it was McDowell's owner. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, in quite a least, yeah. yeah, he's in quite a, yeah. He uh, was Will Smith's Almost a father-in-law on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but also he was James Evans from Good Times. Yep. Yeah, that's his big girl, and also he was old Kuta Kente. Something, something. Good Times. He's like, uh, <laughs> who's the dude from A Few Good Men? That's the lawyer with Tom Cruise. Jason or Jack Nicholson? No, 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 no. That was uh, the the other like nobody knows his name because he's just always in every movie. A character actor, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. Yeah, but he was kind of. He had a big role in Along Came Polly. Who? Philip Seymour Hoffman? He was Capote. No, yeah, yeah. He was a Capote. Yeah. And he was in The Master, who was actually a damn good movie. Is it? Never yeah. seen it. Yeah, this is going to bother me if I don't look this up. To the Google! Google! Who was the second lawyer in A Few Good Men? Well, fuck you then. Google is being a bitch lately. Uh, She'd probably say Demi Moore, because Demi Moore was... Yeah. Anyways. Kevin Pollack. Kevin oh, Pollack, yes, yes, yes. yes Nobody yes. knows him, but he's, actor. he's in a he's ton in of movies. Every, and he's still in everything. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows really who he is. But I bet that low-key he has a lot of money, because he, he, he he's always working. He's always working. Yeah, he works seven days a week. And twice on Sunday. Yeah, like, hey, can we get you for like two days on this movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the white Samuel Jackson. He's a whore. He'll take any role. But how much Samuel pay Jackson, though. <laughs> Samuel has big, big, big roles, roles, though. Kevin Pollock's like, oh, you want me in the extra? Okay. 50 bucks a day. <laughs> what do you 50 think? I'll take a scale. Day. I'll take half a scale. <laughs> what do you think the first movie was that got like Samuel Jackson's name out there? Uh, when he played the crackhead in the Spike Lee joint, he was a crackhead and what? New Jack. Wesley Snipes' brother in New Jack City. No, that's not Spike Lee. Uh, Jungle Fever. See, I was gonna say I was gonna guess his you. crackhead character was fucking Holly Berry's crackhead character, and he was uh. When did that come out? Like ninety two, ninety three. Before Jurassic Park. I think the same year. I was going to say Jurassic Park was the first movie I would have... Hold on to your butts! <laughs> Please! God damn! Look at the waveform. <laughs> the best actor in that movie was a cigarette. <laughs> the one that just hangs from his lip and don't... That is... It's got about a full inch of ash that won't that fall. That cigarette is a bastard thespian. <laughs> That's an Oscar caliber performance for that cigarette. It held, it hung in there. <laughs> it was with a close, with a close second. Produced production. The too. cigarette with a close second to his hand that just comes down. Yeah. Like and it just lands and it's just like oh thank God and it walks out and it's just the. 
from the elbow. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, it would just kind of fall down like this. Physically fine, but, but for drama, <laughs> it worked. Cigarette <laughs> <laughs> was a great actor. R.I.P. that cigarette. Please! <laughs> yeah, but I would argue that Kevin Pollack, in terms of the, uh, the, the range of the roles, is the white Samuel Jackson, who was in Coming to America. Um... I, and then it, it has so many cinematic milestones in it. The inside jokes I think we've never seen since like Airplane, maybe the the levels of jokes in there. And then the actual the the plot was a good plot because most comedy movies in, in these days are possibly terrible. This had actually a good plot. They did a good job at like kind of like you almost you were just saying like like parodying but not parodying. Like almost satire. Like yeah, sat- it was satire. Like, yes. Satire, like foreign country, like Americans' perception of yes, 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 yeah. Uh, You're exactly foreigner, right. like uh-huh. foreigners and whatnot. Before the, all the terrorists, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it, and then even the subplots of uh, the McDowell younger sister thinking that uh, Arshadio Hall was a prince. Arshadio Hall spent up all the money, all the time. Like he, like he, like left it and had like a bullshit apartment. Came back out a mansion with a pool or the hot tub. Yeah, the hot tub inside. <laughs> inside. It had so many great subplots. This subplot with uh, Eric LaSalle being a her controlling boyfriend to the uh, chick, and mm. then being like a pop his asshole. And then whole family had Jerry curls. <laughs> <laughs> they sit on the couches. He was using that soul gloves. <laughs> Then the movie just cut to a solo commercial, Alec, randomly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cut to a 30-second ad. That's just so blind. It was satire. I would argue that Come to America might be some of the finest satire in our lifetime. And, and the little thing where they he was trying to meet the girl, they're going to bars, they... Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, It was phenomenal because it was like cut from scene to scene, but everything was different. yeah. People don't respect Come to America enough for his satire. Cause no, not at all. McDowell's a satire. Solo's a satire. Um, uh, like, those really two big examples of satire. The whole movie's satire. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, like, the perception of foreigners. Mm-hmm. Then also broke the fourth wall, and then it had, like, worlds within the world, because it had the characters from um, the other movie referencing the other movie that Eddie Murphy also starred in. Was it? Oh, in Trading Places. Place? Yeah. yeah. Rooster, we're back! Whatever it was. Yeah, that was great. How yeah. often does that happen? That was phenomenal. Yeah, because he handed him the money. Yes. Was it money or the earring? No, he gave the earring to old lady. It, it was money. Yeah, he gave him money. On the same scene, you went, Sign one, two keys. Sign one, two keys. To be loved. To be loved. <laughs> what a glorious feeling. Well, wasn't it you that when... Uh, Working with Randy, who used to be on this podcast. He's not dead. He's dead on this podcast for the last 30-some episodes. Um, But wasn't you that always referred to him as Mr. Randy Randy Watson? Watson. Randy Watson. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. I don't know if he's dead. (laughs) Oh, shit. Randy said the, the other day that... He knew that he was that he was gonna stop doing the show when uh, Chad uh, 
I said the N-word on the show episode two. So he knew in episode two that he was going to quit the show. But he just he lasted yeah. another forty-two episodes. He was, he, was he, was, he, was he was that offended. Mm-hmm. I guess he wants a family-friendly show. This is not that. Explicit. We earned that tag every, every motherfucking episode, motherfucker. Didn't I can easily say though I've never said that in order. Well, on the show. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> I stand by my statement. <laughs> I can say that hey. I said the episode. I said that word at least five times in the last episode. Of the network to drop um, on the so in, in in no particular order. Me and D Mac, we say the N word rapidly, rampantly rather. You might say every other word is is the N word on that show. The N word podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Episode seventy nine. Oh, in case you're wondering. This is probably gonna be episode eighty-seven or some shit, but episode seven. You hold on to it that long? Yeah. I mean, I mean, also inside baseball, I have an episode with me and Dave that we recorded in the summer that hasn't come out yet. Which one was? Which one hasn't? Rocky come out? three. Do we have any more? We have one more. Do we? But that's coming out the third week. No, this two weeks from now. That, that should be eighty-one. So we do gotta start playing a hundred. Yep. What what episode was it? I got angry. You got angry? I was uh, angry in it. Was it just me? I was angry and dirty. That was the first one that you recorded here, just yeah. the two of you. So that was, was... You can't say that on yes, the podcast. Yes, our show. Also on a network. I was, you can't say I that was dirty. I got, you were really dirty. I don't remember what happened. Why was I so dirty that day? Because like, you weren't drunk, I don't think. No, I wasn't. This is the first time I drank during an episode. Second time I drank during yeah, an episode. I don't know if I've ever drank during an episode. I thought we talked about it that we were gonna do a one where we just keep drinking and see how progressively we can drunk we can get and just keep recording. I will say this: I record yeah, better have, when I'm drunk. You should have drink. four beers before you start and then That's keep drinking. I, I, I would die. Like shotgun them. I would say all types that gets of shit. You drunk fast too. I would say shit that would get me fired from my career because it, it would from be. Podcast, it, it, you it, 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 your words. <laughs> I would get You're shot, I, I, I don't like podcast. But I, I will say this though. Uh, I'm not sure if, if Brian even knows this. Uh, on every interview that we've done, well, not every last two, I I was drinking. Really? Mm-hmm. And and everyone I do over Skype, like on the other two shows on network, in a particular order, and the PICs on on LSD, I drink as I'm recording those two. I did not know that. One drink I feel like makes me record better. I've never. Maybe I gotta start. I mean, but thing is, you gotta drive. You, it's never stopped me before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's well, a fact. I, I'll take that back. The cops have stopped me twice before. <laughs> the drinks have stopped me. The cops did. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> you were fine. The cops another end. But you got to hide the law. <laughs> Ooh, I do have an interesting story. We're going to sidestep away from Eddie Murphy's law for one hot yeah. second. I mean, I feel like this episode has been more tangent than actually. About oh, we're still going to talk about Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's some some do you know someone died? Died. Uh, not even one block away from my house last night. Last night. Yep. That that gang violence. No, it was a hit. I don't know. If it was a hit and run. It was. He got fucking creamed. Whew. Well, like a, a pedestrian. Yeah. So Whew. when you're heading to my house in Bay City, yeah. like you have the one way going into town. Mm-hmm. I'll try to explain it for any viewers out there that may not be familiar. But um, there's a one-way leading in and a one-way lead- leading out. So if you're taking the one-way in, uh-huh. um, I guess someone's crossing the fucking road. Bam! 
Bam! Oh my god. So my roommate called Ooh, me. That's only 35 through there. It's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes it goes from fucking 70 to 40 and like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Let me tell you, the cops stopped me on that one too before. So what? I gotta speed it. Are you before Euclid? Nope, so you go through Euclid okay, and then yeah. about I'm still listening. Oh. six maybe six blocks in. Okay. But my roommate called me. Because he was on his way home at 6. He saw the body on the ground oh before the ambulance or cops were even there. Did he get out and try to revive him? <laughs> no, I think he just went home. Oh my god! I, how can he live? What can he do? Yeah. He can revive him or something or check is, to make sure he, if he's dead. Is he Jesus? Well, I'm pretty sure. The guy was dead. Yeah, what the fuck but, so it was like 8, 30, 9 o'clock and all the roads were still blocked off. Which was an inconvenience for me that I had to reroute my way. How Just because of a crime scene. Oh my god, that's an inconvenience for the family of that poor man Brian. or woman. Practice. I'm turning on Lord's body. I got shit to do. I had to turn. I had to go about two blocks down and go around. <laughs> but I did walk. But I, well, it's weird because I walked around. I'm like, because all the lights were still flashing. You from walked the cop down cars. to see if you could see it. No, I mean, I figured the body wouldn't be still lying there. Um, but. There was two cop cars, and like that was it, and they still had it all blocked off. And I mean, obviously, it's an open crime scene. What seconds are going that place is to be? I gotta watch my favorite show. I've been working all goddamn day. <laughs> I gotta watch my favorite goddamn motherfucking show. But I just talk some prayers out to that guy and his family and friends yes. and loved ones. Make sure. Moral of the story is make sure to look both ways before you cross the road. Yeah, and hopefully... Maybe he did. It could have been some drunk guy. He's got a drunk guy driving. I mean, if you look both ways, then you would have had... Then that guy had to have been going like 100 miles per hour. Because, (laughs) I mean... When I was doing my walks during the summer, I had to cross that busy-ass road. But I would look. What is these? Sour gummy bears. Mmm. But, no, I mean, yes, R.I.P. Are, are you done with your walks now? Once it got cold. It kind of it kind of sounded like it. Actually, no, I went up. But I walked one time during the I summer. was walking three miles a day. Damn. That's I would, a uh, long walk. I'd go, I'd, cross, I'd walk across the bridge, and walk back, and then go all the way to Euclid and around. It was three miles almost to the T. Did you stop at every bar on the way? <laughs> I no. would have. But then I went down vacation, and then it kind of fell off, and then it got cold. But Yeah, like... I tried to walk one time, but it was in the dead of summertime. It wasn't really hot, but the bugs got on my fucking nerves. Oh, there were point in time. There were days I come home and fucking I had to wring out my shirt. It yeah. was so fucking hot. But uh, that, that was my story. I haven't had a story. I couldn't remember when we first started because that's usually when we talk about mm-hmm. shit that's going on between us. And I remember someone died yesterday. Our, our people just killed the club. <laughs> that was a young cheesy hit single. Coming to America. Coming to America. Um, also, we forgot to talk about the arguably the funniest scene. So funny that it came back around on the on credits, the barbershop scene with Martin Luther yeah. King. Martin Luther, he was like a boy. <laughs> Why was the old Jewish guy in the black barbershop? I don't know, man. It's New York. Yeah. It's always a Jewish guy in New York. <laughs> And the haircut was great. He got that off. He's like, that'll be $12. $12 in the late 80s. That was a lot. That's haircut expensive. That's an yeah. expensive haircut in the day. Yeah, because my, dad, my dad's a barber, or was a barber. 
And I think at that time, like, his haircuts were six bucks. Yeah. So it was, like, double the price. Yeah. <laughs> and we are, we are in mid-Michigan. Mid-Michigan. So, obviously, New York costs a living, but was it twice that much? That's a lot <laughs> That's of money. Crazy. Huh? That's a lot of fucking money. Especially for a craftsmanship. He only broke out a, a pair of scissors. He could at least got, like, a clipper and kind of, um... Faded it back a little bit. It was scissors, boom, one clip. That'd be twelve dollars. Kind of like in "Don't Me a Minute" sauce. I'm sure when the dad goes out there. How about you hook me up like you used to? <laughs> that is also a hilarious move. Oh, it's from the rooter to the tutor. Dad, have you seen that before? What is it? Don't be a minute to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. I've never seen that, bro. It's a Wayans Brothers movie. It's so a, it's basically a spoof on all the boy, boys in the yeah, hood and early nineties hood movies. Yeah. Gang Juice. Movies. Oh, is it? So Juice was a great movie. Juice We've talked about movie. that before. No, I am crazy. <laughs> Fuck. I've never seen Juice. Bro, you gotta watch it. Hey man, now you got the juice. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so don't be a menace to South Central drinking your juice in the hood. Sean Wayans is like the uh, stereotypical black kid that is going grew up in the. Hood and he goes moves out of his mom's house to go live with his dad. He plays the Cuban the Junior role. Yeah, so he's moving out of his mom's house to go live with his dad to uh um get life lessons or whatever. And a his, man, only a man can raise a man. And his dad's younger than him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so he gets there and he's like, and his dad's like, he's wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Gonna, if we got one part about that, <laughs> let's unpack it for one second. Um, in, in, the, in the overhead uh, monologue, he was talking. He was saying about how he, he should change his daddy's diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and meets his dad. He's like, he's like, oh, I haven't seen you for a long time. I was like, oh no. He's like, I haven't seen you since you were this tall. I was like, you must have grown a lot. <laughs> but his dad's like, ah, oh, if you want to be living here, there's gonna be some chores. And he's like, oh come on, dad. He's like, nah. He's like. You're gonna do my homework since you want to be smart and all, and it's like, and I expect you to straighten up those Sega Genesis cartridges. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but anyways, going back, so he's like, "Hey, Dad, can you fix me up like you used to?" So he sits him in the chair and he like uh, gets the clippers out and like kick me or something like that, yeah, yeah. and the back of his head. And then slaps on the fucking uh, aftershave all day. Bro, no. <laughs> if you looked at it, it was a ceremonia. He's fucking drenching it in his hands. He's like, slaps him in the neck. <laughs> He's like, nah, it's going to cost you about $12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hey, such a good movie. Being that you were such a big fan of I'm going to get you sucker, I'm surprised you haven't seen the spiritual sequel to that movie. You gotta watch it, bro. I, I gotta watch you, that. You gotta watch that, and then we have a special Eddie Murphy's Law where we talk about that movie. <laughs> I feel that's what this is. Because <laughs> I forgot about that shit. There's so many funny scenes. That's probably, I would probably say that is the best, at least my favorite parody movie of all time. Yeah. I mean, but I, I'm gonna get you second was great, too. It's been so long since I've seen that. And I you didn't start with all those gold chains. I didn't. Not the gold chains. But I think I like. Um, because I remember I liked the first scary movie when it first came out, but it's not timely. Uh, uh, Don't be a menace. I mean, you can watch it and like, yeah, there are some jokes that um were only good for like that time, but.
But a lot of this, I mean, it's still, like, so much funny. Like, it, like airplane holds up. Yes. Like, the scary movie, like, okay, I needed to see these particular horror movies, like, Scream, mm-hmm. the 90s teen slasher flicks, like, Scream, uh... What was the last summer? I know what you did last summer. <laughs> um, and shit like that. Excuse me, sister. Can you tap that white girl for me? <laughs> I'm milking that music. So, alright, so. And then, and then people be very, they always had, like, a black guy who was very, very um, militant. <laughs> anti-white but there's also a joke about the people who are anti-white like off I'm gonna get you sucker and had, had a guy with military had a white wife who would actually uh, Mars Brady whatever <laughs> remember that part so this is a sequel to that part so this is a guy the girl was very military anti-white hey everyone thinks that had to do with being white <laughs> yeah so then like they're at like a cookout because it's a hood movie and then like he, he like he finds a very beautiful black woman she was she was she, she was hot oh yeah so he's like excuse me sister mm, you're my beautiful newbie guy my newbie my newbie goddess. so hey like could could you do me a favor and she's like uh-huh, yeah yeah you tap that white girl for me and it was the ugliest troll uh, girl and he's sitting there he's got his hand over his mouth like mm. <laughs> My milk of magnesia. When the devil made you, he broke the bowl. Stereotypical friend who was in the drive-by and then in the wheelchair, but he break dances in the wheelchair. <laughs> You gotta watch it, man. I gotta see this. But then there's another scene. So, then Sean Wayans starts dating this one girl that's got... <laughs> Dashiki. Uh, Dashiki. She's got, like, 13 kids. And she's like... She goes, she's like, what do we say What do we say to a nice... When we meet a nice man? It's like... And they all in unison. Are you my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and then he fucks her. He fucks her, right? And she said, I'm pregnant. As soon as you know I'm pregnant. <laughs> he, <laughs> he nuts in her and she's like, I'm pregnant. How'd you know that already? The nigga, I got to a kid. I think y'all know. <laughs> but then they show like her ex, her ex boyfriend just gets out of jail, so he's yes, sitting. Also funny. And he's sitting there at the picnic, and he's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Hey man, pass me a knife." He's like, "You gotta keep that shit low," and he like passes it around like a shank, right. and he stabs his fucking meat. He's like, gutting it. <laughs> But then they're playing cards, or was it dice or cards? Probably both. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man, let me get in this. Let me get in this." I'm like, what's the buy-in? He's like, oh, twelve dollars or whatever. He pulls out a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> it's so. He's like, "What? My money ain't good in here." He was institutionalized. It was. It was a satire, also a social commentary. <laughs> He's like, "You know what? You know what that get me on the inside? Get you on the inside?" <laughs> and then, like in that same scene, that scene. It's up there with the funniest scenes of all time. Cause that same scene, uh, they were like, uh, "And I see, I miss making love to her." Like, 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 like the guy who, who got out of jail did, did homeboy says, "Man, me too." Cause everybody's <laughs> fucking her. I like at the beginning when he's talking to, telling his dad about the story about fucking. Uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, you know, I be, I hooked up with this girl. He's like, oh, tell me the story. So he's like, oh, it's like you know, it was a Sunday. Her parents just went. Her mom just went to church. So I'm up there. He's like, you know what I'm doing, and he's go. He's like, and all of a sudden, the mom busts in, and she's got this fucking like, all this. Me, baby. <laughs> she's got all this leather. Say <laughs> 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 for me, baby. And Dad's like, you fucker. 
<laughs> he's like, nah, I got... Or, 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 what did he say? Because he was like, the mass, stupid! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's been so long, I couldn't even tell you how that movie ends, though. Because I usually get through about, like, three quarters of it. It ended the same way that Minister Society ended. Oh, the shootout. The- then Grandma pulled a dead president's. She's had a face paint on, and then, and then she ran with two guns. Ah, motherfuckers! That grandma was funny. Yeah. <laughs> she got that like a bitch. <laughs> got that big ass blunt that she smoked. But today's point, so so can also go back around. After she, she, she grandma saved today, I, I think the dude from Juice walks up to her and said, "You got juice now, Grandma." <laughs> <laughs> In the whole thing we've been talking about the movie, not one mention of Loke Dog. Loke Dog. Do we have a problem? <laughs> okay, so I feel like we have to call this episode uh, Come to America while drinking juice in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be amazed while coming to America. We just gave our commentary on a completely different <laughs> movie than what we came here to talk about. That is a, is a classic... PSBOF uh, moment. Yeah. Dave, you gotta see it. I know. I I feel like I'm out of the loop because I didn't I didn't wa- ever watch it. Yeah, do you have it here? Let me see. Uh, there you were. I'm gonna see my own. So, what other thoughts? Coming to America. What other thoughts on coming to America do you have? What about the very beginning when he's getting the bath? Oh. The royal penis is clean, your highness. <laughs> Which I didn't see until I was in high school because when I saw it as a kid, I saw it on, on TBS on Sundays after church. So that whole scene was out. So when Ludacris had an album where it started off with that same scene. Was it Jay-Z or... Oh, was, I, I thought it was Jay-Z. On his second album. Yeah. The royal, like, the, and then they ended it with king shit. Yeah. I was like, uh, this is a funny line. That was, yeah, it's from Coming to America. Like, what? So I had to go back and watch the unedited version and then change life again. What better way to wake up every morning? Right. Well, head or pussy would also be good, too, I would say. Huh. Well, you have a bunch of naked-ass women fucking bathing you? But you, you know they're fucking them. True. Yeah. That happened right before, because that's why the royal pants had to be clean. Mm-hmm. He had that wet wet on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I do not own it. You're right, though. The beginning is underrated, because he's, like, he's got that wife that... The set-up wife... Princess. Yeah. I was hot too. And he's like, hop on one foot. Bark like a dog. <laughs> he's like a big dog. <laughs> I never realized that the whole scene, beginning scene was cut out though. Yeah. On TBS? I mean, you can think about it. You, well, you, yeah, you can have it on TBS. Yeah. You can't say your royal penis is, is clean. Your highness. Well, you can say a lot of shit on TV nowadays. No, yeah. I think it cut right to the scene where he, I, I, I think it started with him working up. It's my birthday. Then it cut right to. Uh, People say happy, happy birthday, King and shit, and then it cut to um, him having a scene with his uh, wife. God, it's been a while since I watched the movie. Oh, what do you mean, Brian? We all just watched it right before we started recording. I mean, it was a Wait. while. It was a while before I we just watched it. <laughs> I wonder how many characters Eddie Murphy played in that. There's a or Arsenio Hall. Was that the first movie that he like kind of started playing multiple characters? First movie, I believe. Yes. No. And then that became a shtick, and it was, it was kind of funny in the first Nutty Professor. It wasn't as funny no, in the, the second Nutty Professor. We needed a pretty definitely good not funny in Norbit. Norbit. Norbit is underrated to me. Is it? I like Norbit. 
Because it's all the movies made since the nineties. Is not a kids movie. Is it? Yeah. That's yeah. It. Eddie Murphy got. He he went from being dirty to clean. Yep. Yeah. And he he's never been the same. We don't like it. Mm-mm. And that happened for the same reason that R. Kelly stopped making music about a fuck another time because after a scandal, it had to go super PG. Because if you remember, between Nutty Professor and when when he went downhill, he had a trans. I mean the transgender. Uh, I, I can't think of the proper term in 2018, but he had an incident where he pulled. He, he claimed he's helping out a person who needed a ride, but the story was he picked up um, the. For lack of a better term, a transgender uh, prostitute, a known trans transgender and Hollywood prostitute. Now, did he know they're transgender? The story goes he did know, but he claims he did not. So since then, he wanted to be very family friendly. He said he was giving someone a ride home. What celebrities get around people rides home? And so at their apex. Come on, it's not happening. And then him. Oh, so he picked up a hooker and is a transgender. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and apparently, R. Kelly knew what he was doing, just like all those girls knew what they were doing when they went and built Cosby's penthouse. Well, not, not, not you wow. can't. Wow, you're gonna go there now. <laughs> I'm, not I'm saying, like David. I'm wow. saying, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm saying those girls had to figure something was gonna happen when. Bill Cosby at no, the bro. apex of his career. Dude, I would think most invite... of the women would oh, just I'm... fuck him on their own. That's they the thing. They were a, a lot of them were mad. They maybe they, he, they maybe they wanted to fuck him. They just they didn't did. want to get drugged. They, fu- get they, they wanted said, to fuck him. They didn't want to get drugged. Fuck them. Yeah. That's where a lot of had the problem. Not not because he that's fucked. where Cosby got his rocks off. Yeah. Was drugging him. Ah. It's all about him when he fucks. Yeah, but yeah, but a lot of those women were made were upset because. They were passed out when he fucked them. They came or to fuck. Yeah, she's like, I want to remember this shit. Right. Do you think, like, maybe he offered him, like, hey, do you guys want to, like, do some coke or some weird shit? And then it wasn't, or do you think he no. slipped it to him without the knowledge? Or do you think he, they did drugs at his house? Cosby then... did it these two ways. He would either not tell him, but if it was a party girl, like, say, fucking. Like slip something in the drink? Yeah. That, that's, that's, a roofie? Quaaludes. That's what I did sometimes. Other times, if there are known partiers, he would just say, hey, let's do some drugs. Then he wouldn't do it. Mm. So, so he, he had two MODs. Methods, not, not MOD. Methods. M- MOs. 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 But I believe... Okay, now, let's get into some deep dive on Eddie Murphy, though. So that rumor about the uh, transgender prostitute that he picked up... Is a second quasi. There's a third quasi LGBT rumor um. about him. The first one was him and Rick James back in party all the time, party all the time. They said that they were a couple. Oh really? This is deep that- cut black people shit that, that, that only I would know about. So Eddie and Rick James. That's the first one. The second one is still is persistent to this day. Him and Johnny Gill from from New Edition. Really? Fourth one was him in our city hall. So, so after those three rumors from from the eighties, then that happened in the early nineties. So that's why everyone knew. So you're saying Eddie Murphy in our city hall had sex? Yes. That yeah. that was a very rampant myth in the black community in the eighties, early nineties. Like when I was a kid, my mom, my grandma, we just always talk about him and Johnny Gill, him and Rick James, and him in our city hall. So, so when that transvestite, I mean, cross the inner thing came out, 
Everyone said, yep, I told you. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Go to Jet Magazine <laughs> or EbonyMagazine.com. You're not just it. saying Eddie Murphy is gay then. <laughs> You're Arsenio saying Arsenio Hall. Yes. Rick James. Yes. Who? A Johnny Gill. Jane, Rick James notoriously fucked a lot of women. They do. He was a super freak. Like, okay. Apparently you've never seen the movie Boomerang because obviously he wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's who we should ask. Quick. Quincy Jones, because he tells everybody's basically everybody. Oh, he, he he taught about Marvin Gaye, right? Oh yeah, is yeah. he gay? According to Quincy Jones, who was a good friend of Marvin, that'd be Gaye. ironic if Marvin Gaye was. And then what's funny about that is Marvin Gaye added the E to the last name to to uh, some people don't think he was gay, which is dumb. I'm gonna add an E to it. It was still pronounced gay. Was really? Gay? Yeah. I didn't know that either. His name was Marvin G A Y. He added an E when he got famous. But anyway, so the story was Quincy Jones, because you get to see now, had an interview where he said, like, like the best white guy I ever knew was Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, he he, he was cool with everybody and he, he was, was a good gay. dancer. And then he said, and Marvin gave him a fuck anything that walks. Like, really? Like, yeah, he'll fuck anything that walks. Uh, a Marvin Gaye, Richard Pryor, James Baldwin, he fucked all of them. So he called out Richard Pryor's being Richard gay. Pryor, a Marvin Gaye, and like the poet James Baldwin, who was openly gay man. We're talking about in the seventies of Hollywood. So basically, they were all the types of experiences every, going on at them Hollywood parties. Yeah. Every black celebrity, pop celebrity besides Bill Cosby in the eighties was gay. No, this is seventy sixties though. Marlon Brando and shit was a, a 60s well. That 70s. was yeah. That might have been seventies, but then now we got you just. Name four of them in yeah. You think 80. Bill Cosby experiment? No. He just liked drugging the women. Mm-hmm. But he could have, cause what what I hate about Bill Cosby, what I've always hated about Bill Cosby, even as a child, he tells himself to be so high and mighty, so perfect, and whenever someone does that, they're into the creepiest gay, I mean, well, uh, not gayest, they're into the creepiest, strangest adversions in life, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Yeah, that's he, why I said I'm an asshole. I said, he I ain't wanted shit. to play like this, like he was like this clean cut. Yeah, whoever does that, whoever, who, who, if a person tells you I'm a good guy, no, they aren't. Yeah, Don't, you can't listen to George Carlin or Richard Pryor <laughs> comedy. You you listen to Bill Cosby. Right. So when anyone does that, they're the, like Tiger Woods. He's always taught himself being a good guy. Kobe Bryant back in the day. Whoever. It's ironic, like those are all black dudes I'm talking about. But it, <laughs> but but the, the fact remains, whenever someone talks himself or 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 has that type of good. What about Jerry Seinfeld? He does clean comedy. But he fucked that little kid though. Huh? In a height of Seinfeld, when he was probably 45, he was dating a girl who was 17, who was in high school. I have a feeling that would put him in jail. No, 16 in Michigan. And New you York, just can't record it. You can't just record it, man. You can fuck a 16-year-old in Michigan in terms you can't of... record it. Because that's child porn. Yep. Well, what's the point? What's the deal? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, underage lover. Under... And I think that's his wife now. Really? I think. Oh, we'll find out right now. Underage girlfriend. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I feel like he's pompous. He is. He, he's definitely pompous. He, Me and Evan went to his stand-up. I like Jerry Seinfeld. I want to punch him in the face with my fist. Remember when 38-year-old Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17-year-old high school student, I bet it says. 
You saw it in, in Central Park. Yeah, she. I mean, obviously, I'll even comment to myself what I was gonna say, but that's the same. <laughs> that looked like what I thought. She's stacked though. She doesn't look. Stacked I didn't yet. say it. I didn't say it. She ain't seventeen now. <laughs> she wasn't this picture though. Yeah, she doesn't look as if she would be seventeen years old. She, no, she dressed like a hoe. But in the face, though, you look at the face. She, she looks like she's twelve in the face. Well, I no, wouldn't say twelve. No, she no, looks no. like she, maybe high school or. She's not like a, an adult compared to him. Yeah, no. he's he's an old man there. It looks like it looks like it could be his daughter. A daddy daughter dance. <laughs> What's the deal with her? I'm looking at us. <laughs> well, she's not sixteen. She could easily be a college student, though. I mean, if you just a look at her. Now I'm gonna. I say maybe tw- I wouldn't go higher than twenty. But there's no mistake that, that when he met her, she was not a, a, an adult. Because you're 38, man. You, I, I, it, yeah, sometimes, yeah. It wasn't 10 years difference. It was 20. Yeah. <laughs> my, my parents were close to that. 20 years? 18. Okay. This, they did not last. Is, that's not her, is it? I don't. You don't no. think so? That lady's older than fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> that's a good point. Hair's shorter, too. Well, people can cut their hair. Now, um, if you guys in the audience want to see these pictures, just type in Jerry Seinfeld underage girlfriend, then type in Jerry Seinfeld wife. Tell us what you think. Yeah. But he, he has a type, I would say. Look, I mean, that's her with dark hair. Maybe. Maybe. God, he did not age well. No, he looks old. He but, got them stupid little glasses, too. Yeah. Seinfeld got old two years ago, though. He looked the same age to, like, 2016. Then he aged 30 years in a day. <laughs> it was weird. He looks old as fuck. Now, he looks older than Larry David now. <laughs> Larry David looks dead. It's it's Larry, Larry David, David has an aged a fucking bit. Because he's been old for 50 years. You're right. Larry David's old a people, crypt keeper. Get Larry people David get old, old fast, man. don't they? Black doesn't crack. White surely does. <laughs> Oh, hey, but shit. if this is also wife, she, she aged terribly too because she's hot in this picture. Yeah, but how old is that photo of him? He looks older. Well, he's not. He as looks old like as Steve him. Jobs there. He does like Steve Jobs. R.I.P. Yeah, let's let's fucking quit talking about Seinfeld because I hate that fucker. <laughs> I, was rooted, I was rooted for Newman. He <laughs> hated Newman, but I like Newman because he was a postal worker, working his ass off. Yep. Driving a truck all day. Yeah. Do, doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. Driving a truck. I delivering, like when he, um, delivering items that people had need. Those pop cans. Who else, who else could do a job like that? Only the best people can do <laughs> jobs like Brad. that. We can all agree. Coming to America. Um, what was, did, that, did that movie have a theme song? Yeah, but I think it was um either Eddie Murphy or James Brown was like say coming to yeah, it was say can you see I'm coming to America. Movies don't have theme songs no more. They don't. Revenge of the Nerds did or soundtracks. Some do. Yeah, yeah, the soundtracks a thing of the past. But the nineties you have movie soundtrack? you have movie scores now. Mm-hmm. Remember, I used to go to the. Like BMG, BMG Music. <laughs> FYE. The and you could get the soundtrack and you could get like 42 Sun fucking Coast, CDs for Sam one Goody? cent. Oh, the magazines? 
BMT at Columbia House, you get 48 <laughs> CDs for one cent. Yep. And then your next CD was $78 for one thing. And you'll be harassed for because the rest you of your years. life. If you didn't send it in every month, you got a $70 CD. <laughs> yep. That's why they're out of business for two reasons. Because they, No one ever paid them? Yep. And also, they're trying to charge everybody for these CDs they didn't want. Because they didn't have no credit on file. <laughs> they, were, they were hoping. Mm-hmm. They would get a check sent to them. And they would even call you and act as though it was based on your credit. This is going to affect your credit score. Like, how the fuck? How? You don't have my social. Yeah. I can't affect my yeah, credit score. Yeah, you just got my address. Yeah. Oh, fuck y'all. And I'm 12 and a half, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Take I don't even think we were 12 and a half at that point. I would go like maybe eight. <laughs> all I know is that's, that's how I grew my CD collection. <laughs> all of them. All 17 of different places that had the same fucking feature. Good time. Coming to America. Um, I'm on it because I haven't heard it, the theme song in a while. Were there any things about the film that you guys didn't like? No. I think, I mean. Is there it, anything in the movie that you, that anyone wouldn't like? Yeah, I can't think of anything. I, I mean, it's just, it's pure genius from start to finish. Yeah. I'm surprised that that movie was not offered a couple of Oscars for screenplay, acting, special effects. With the uh, makeup? Well, you know who does the Oscars? It's all white men. All white members of the LGBTQRSTUV. It's all white guys that are grumpy, and they're not given... I don't like their portrayal of the Hebrew nation. So let me ask you <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> do, you f- do you think that Coming to America should have already had a sequel? No, because you can't go home again. That so you... movie's too good to have a sequel. Do you think they, from the very beginning. Do you think they could have had a sequel had it come out maybe two or three years after it came first was made? The, no, I think it would be better if they did something now. You're crazy. No, I don't think it two years afterwards the sequel is never gonna be nearly as funny. I agree, I agree, but the sequel would have bombed if it would have been two years after. No, no, he was burning it. It, it would have made I know, money. But it would have made money, but I don't think that it would have been a good movie. Oh, talking about how good the movie might be. There's I no way it would ever make a movie. You could come up with a good movie now. I don't think so. You don't think so? They'd find something to do with the political climate. And, and it and made that... it less comedy and more of a satire to where it's not even trying to be funny, really? Like, ironic humor. They'd versus... have, the problem is if they made the... If and when they make the sequel now, there's going to be some sort of agenda behind it. I don't think so. You don't think so? With the political, you don't think with political. Eddie Murphy life? has ever spoken to anything about politics his entire career. Yeah, but he wants that paycheck, and it all depends what the studio wants to do. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think the movie would made. Eddie Murphy works. What jokes do you go back to though? The only thing you can do is, is have it to where uh, they try to reopen McDowell or take some other restaurant. No, see that's corny already. No, that's corny. Kid and Jerry curls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if a, I don't know if a sequel would work at this point. Well, it's you, not really a sequel type movie. It kind of had an exactly. Yeah, I think it would. Unless, I think it would tarnish it. Unless it flipped it and it went to um, back to his his country. But then that what they did at the end, or did they stay in? Uh, if it wasn't, it was like a scene. But yeah, they didn't really show. I mean, they got married over yeah, there. Yeah, have right? culture shock the opposite way. So now you can see her perception. Yeah, 25, 30 years later. But I, I feel like they would probably live there. Yeah, absolutely. But if they've been living there all the time, it wouldn't be so a cultural sis- shock at that point in time. The they'd have to go. Could, 
The it, sister could come over. It would have to surround around somebody else. It would have to. The sister comes and visits and... Or they have a kid or something like that. I mean, the fucking... More than likely, you'd probably end up... Now? More than likely, you'd probably end up being like, oh, okay, they're living in his home country, which I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. And they have a child. Zunda. And then they're going to go to... They're going back to America. That's corn already, though. Whenever the kids take over from, from, from the more famous uh, um, you character... And you Jaden Smith. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, I'm just trash, You'd have to make it into a... A star. You'd have to get a star to do it. You almost... Does it ever work when, like, um, they have a, a, a character, then, like, their child takes over 20 years later? Has it ever worked? Yes. When? Not, I'm sure it has. Not that I know of. I mean, I, I, I can't think of, I can't think think of a work. movie that I love that's like that. Because I don't... Typically... It works better in a TV show. What about Creed? Creed 2. Ah, uh, okay. That's yeah, probably Creed. the one. Yeah. But Creed wasn't the main character. Well, Creed was a, a an He's important a, character, an though. important character, but not the main character. Rocky but was the main character. Actually, the, the, that's true because Creed, he, besides him three, I believe, he never had like a lot of screen time anyway. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he, he did he, in the he, first one, didn't he? Yeah, not really. He had like three scenes. He was the villain in the first one. He was a villain, but he was very minuscule villain. No, we he talked like, about this. He's not really a villain. Right, true. Well, he, he's an antagonist. He's an antagonist. But he's not a villain. But he's a good guy. People like Creed because he's yeah. like, let's give the guy a shot. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But yeah. no. he has like three scenes. He he, he has a scene like get me in a tag and boxer. Then you have a training scene. Then he has uh, one other scene that's very small. Then a fight. He he has like four scenes in the entire movie. And, but and yeah, then he he's important but not huge. He has an important role but not there isn't a, a lot of screen time. And three when he fought Drago he had like two scenes. Four. He seen, yeah, four. four. He had seen like where he's in the pool. I'm coming back to the ring so I'm fight this guy. Like they had a press conference. Then he died. And Rocky Three, he, he hated Polly's robot. Who doesn't hate Polly robot? <laughs> Polly's transgender <laughs> robot. <laughs> I bet the Eddie Murphy robot scene. Anyway, it's coming to America. So let me ask you this: yes. If they had to do another one, would you prefer a Coming to America sequel, or would you rather have a Coming to America reboot? Yeah. You, I don't like either one. And they have you. You have to pick <laughs> one. And who would play the Eddie Murphy part in the sequel? Or not the sequel, the reboot. Are they... Kevin Hart! Kevin Hart is the only black comedian that's doing anything. The Rock! The Rock! The Rock or Kevin Hart? That's pure gold! <laughs> and honestly, it probably would be Kevin Hart. Although Kevin Hart is only like 10 years older than... Uh, I mean, younger than Eddie Murphy because uh, Kevin Hart ain't that young. No, not anymore. I was trying to think, like, what? So, what would you prefer? If, if I had to pick one of those two, um, I think a sequel would tarnish the original more than a reboot would. I think a I reboot agree. a reboot would make you appreciate the original. I agree. Uh, yep, yeah. I'm gonna reboot. I'm not sure if you heard that, but that was uh, Dave using the bathroom. Those Bud Lights tall boys he's been drinking and <laughs> going right through them. I'm surprised he lasted this long. What happened to Pete? For those that want to know, Dave has finished two. Count them. Two. <laughs> oh, what are these? 24 ounces. 24 ounce Bud, Bud Light. 48 ounces of Bud Light 
always brewed using the choicest hops, best barley, malt, and rice. St. Louis, Missouri. Bud Light, made by the Budweiser Corporation. Now, Dave, if you had to pick one, like Brian was saying, a remake or a sequel, always would it be? I would rather see a sequel because it would be new. So you'd rather see a continuation of the original story? Yeah, I mean, remakes don't do much for me. It's like... Red Dawn, the remake of Red Dawn. Well, that's fucking stupid. I just already saw this fucking movie. But now, and I was just talking, so I don't know. Maybe a, I don't know if I go back because I just saw the Halloween sequel, which was, a, they took away all the sequels that have been made and yep. said those never happened. So this is what's supposedly the true sequel uh, to the original. Superman Returns. Yep. Um, forty years later. Did they say that? In the beginning of the movie, nothing else happened. This is a true one. <laughs> Comes up like a scroll, like in Star Wars. <laughs> they did not say that, but uh, seeing as Jamie Lee Curtis died in uh, Halloween Resurrection, and then they rebooted it with Rob Zombie, and then they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. My but, favorite was Halloween 3, where I played the funny song. The Season of the Witch? That didn't even have Michael Myers in it? It didn't have Michael Myers. It had the weird song. And it was like, that was creepy as shit, man. As a kid, I heard that song. I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> but the Halloween movie was... Isn't that weird pumpkin on the TV? Oh, it's been forever since I watched Halloween 3. The only Halloween that I've seen is Halloween HBO with, with, with Lady Love, Ty Smith, Cool J. Yeah, that was a good one. Who, that was trash. Yeah. You th- I thought that it was, was alright. Who had an agreement in his contract that he would not be killed. Really? Weren't yep. they, weren't, didn't they fuck in that kitchen of the school? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and then they had that pretty... little conveyor belt or whatever, and they hid in that. And the... Yeah, and she was pretty hot. I wanted to bang her. Well, that was Heath Ledger's wife. Well, no, the blonde-haired girl in that movie So was... she's available. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but... Oh, too soon? <laughs> too soon? <laughs> Wow! He R.I.P. Heath Ledger, <laughs> the People's um, Joker. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis still looks kind of good on titties, though. I never thought Jamie Lee Curtis looked good. Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis trading places, her titties are phenomenal. Yes. I forgot she was in that. Yep. And she's not. She looked way better with the long wig, with the wig on. But she prefers having short hair because uh, they say that she's uh, hermaphrodite. Is it her or is it uh? Sir. I thought it was who's the chick that was in uh, Sounds of Lamb? Jodie Foster. No, Jodie Foster's gay. She's a member of the LGBT community. LGBT. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, all... Member of the OBD community. No disrespect intended. L. I can't remember all of the uh... LGBTQ. I think. LGBTQ. Queer. Is it Lesbian... queer? Same thing as gay. Lesbian, gay. L- What's the difference between gay and queer? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, this is not a joke. Well, you I'm said, I think it just used to be LGBT. Yes. And then they added the Q. Which I always thought queer was an offensive term, but apparently it's not. It just means odd. Yeah. I feel like queer was a colored of the gay community. Like, oh, I'll look I'm colored here. Sure. Look at that colored guy. I feel like queer was their version of colored. It was just Whoa. like a, a bad... It was, yeah, it was like an outdated term. It was outdated, yeah. Outdated term. But I, I feel like uh, that Q stands for like one of those people, uh, those, those individuals who are gender neutral or something like that. 
It's, I don't think we should be talking about this. It's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transgender, queer, or questioning. So questioning. It's, it's if you're not quite sure. That's I'm everybody guessing. besides heterosexual. This is a war on heterosexuals. That's 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 any college kid. <laughs> it's every college woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's this, move on away from this. Yeah. So, um, as we said, if you guys remember when like when we uh said we're doing the show, where we. Okay, I forgot too. It's not a grade, right? Is if we thought that this is one of the bad ones or good ones, we oh. have something that we're gonna. Do. We give it a verdict. Is it guilty or not guilty? Of fucking his career, right? Yeah, not guilty. I would say. Oh, I think it's unanimous. Yeah, yeah not guilty of fucking his career. Yeah, guilty as being one of the greatest comedies <laughs> of all time. <laughs> guilty as charged. Guilty for making me laugh. <laughs> guilty making you bust a gut. <laughs> I'll also give a not guilty to don't be a menace to South Central while drinking <laughs> juice in the hood. Absolutely. I haven't seen it, so I will let you know later. Next time we, we all record, we're talking about that in-depthly. I, I thought we did. <laughs> it, it, it needs more time to breathe. There's so many more scenes we haven't talked about. The <laughs> sex scene with the uh, hot sauce. <laughs> I, <forgot> about... <laughs> I need to watch that movie because all that was just by memory from years yeah. ago. Yeah. You I remember. I owned it. You remember a lot, cause dude, like I have a, for some reason this seems so familiar that the three of us have had this conversation, telling Double D that he has to watch that movie. Maybe it that was, was back when we all worked together. Deja we, pro- we probably did, and, and, and then it happened. Cause I goodness, he probably has your copy at his house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, cause okay, cause I have a, a thing with um, Google Play, and it gives me um. The advanced YouTube too, and there's movies on here. I want to see if it's on here because if it is, Dave, when you got time, I'll get the kids in my apartment from right here. You can watch the fucking movie. Well, if it's on the YouTube's, no, I can I'm just I, play I, it on the YouTube. I'm saying like it, it could be on the special YouTube you pay for for because with my Google Play. Yeah, you can download movies on YouTube, but there's you know a cost. way more about this stuff now than I do. I'm I like, work for a technology company. Anything that's come out in the last like two years, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I know about this shit because the internet. Okay, here it is. Don't be minutes of South Central. Let's see. Such a long one, oh, too. Oh, it might be on here. Well, it's just a clip. It says preview only. But it says an oh, hour and 20. Only. But it says an hour and 29 minutes. Let's see. What happens. Let's see. I don't want you oh, it's definitely good. It's probably a minute, 29 seconds, and 12 milliseconds. So without an education, what kind of work you're going to get is. I forgot all the leaves falling. <laughs> Oh, 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 Full circle. <laughs> Look, dog. Massive. Massive. <laughs> then the dude's list had uh, OJ, <laughs> Tupac. I forgot that scene. <laughs> That's the militant black guy. Does we are have, watching a preview. Does he have dreads in his armpit so here? People are on snows. He has deodorant. <laughs> 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 
I like that scene when he's talking to Sean or Sean Wayne's like, I'm gonna go get me a good job at the post office. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, there's not enough young brothers out there getting getting work. He's like, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work there a few months, get my name out there, and then I'm gonna rob that motherfucking boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a bootleg of the movie. Looks over. Yo, bootleg of the. Tell you how it is in the hood. See, cause in the hood, everybody's just partying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't like that. I'm gonna tell you the real. This was a good scene. This is when one of the Wayne sisters comes out. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, homie. For me? Yeah. yeah. Wayne's sister is this? The only one to kill. Well, there's got to be more Wayne. There's only one that was ever on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home and watch this movie tonight. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to watch it too. Alright, should we wrap this up? We should probably wrap it. We, we, we spent five minutes. Alright. I'll say a good 60% of this episode is dedicated to uh, Don't Be Minutes of South Central or Drink Juice in the Hood. Okay, so we've given it's we've given uh, Come to America his verdict. We think this is a great movie. It's only guilty of making us laugh. Ooh, we should get a closing for it. We should get a gavel. We go. Boom. You got some gavel money? Oh, 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 oh studio! Oh, 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 studio! Earthquake! <laughs> Alright, um, so... That's All our right. story, we're sticking to it. What? Oh, that's Kyle Quinn from... How's it <laughs> The worst... <laughs> he was the worst SNL anchor, too. Yeah. He was by far. Well, those two new guys are kind of bad, too. I, I don't mind them that bad. Colin Quinn was bad. Colin Quinn was Norm was kind of bad, too. I like Norm. How do they end the people's court? Do they have an ending? That's what I thought I was doing. Yeah, that's what I thought I was doing. To the Googles! Dun, dun, dun. All right. Here's Greg. Greg's going to sue his sister for taking his uh, his husband. <laughs> the people's court always ended with the interviews at the end. Ending, yeah. close. Then Harvey Weinstein, I mean, Harvey Levin did for a while. People's. Of TMZ fame. Oh, I I don't know TMZ. Oh, I you weren't cool. Watch it trash. <laughs> Tabloid TV. Oh, it's the People's Court ending credits. Witness to win a case like this, circumstantial evidence will do it. And here, the damage completely lined up. It was always different. Is that me? Eddie Murphy's Law. Production. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we out!